Think Red Ink presents The Questions of Jesus Profound Meditations with author and host Don C. Harris What did Jesus ask? The questions of Christ became a curiosity to me because of their depth and scope, but more so because of who asked them. Albeit some of the questions asked by Jesus Christ were rhetorical, that is, ask for effect, or ask more to provoke thought than to solicit an answer, some questions Christ posed were asked merely because he wanted an answer. For some, it makes them uneasy to think that Jesus did not know the answer in advance. We've been taught that Jesus knew everything, as if he were some sort of mind-reader or telepathic. The scriptures do not support this idea. It is, therefore, only conjecture. Poor conjecture, in my opinion. When the scriptures state, Jesus knew their thoughts, Luke 6 and Matthew 12:25), they simply speak of perception. Jesus was infinitely wise and extraordinarily perceptive, and he knew mankind better than they knew themselves. As John states so perfectly, but Jesus knew all men, for he knew what was in man. It is Christ's keen perception and his unique wisdom that shines from his questions. Sometimes, with his questions, he exposed hypocrites to the world. Once he asked the sanctimonious Pharisees, the baptism of John, was it commissioned from heaven or of men? Knowing they could not answer and remain veiled to the people. Sometimes his questions quietly and discreetly expose the inner thoughts and motives of his own disciples so that their intentions would become apparent to themselves. As when he queried them about their motivation for attending John the Baptist meetings in the wilderness, what went ye out to see? But sometimes he asked a question simply because he did not know the answer and wanted one as when he asked Mary about the burial place of her brother Lazarus, where have you laid him? Whatever the reason Jesus asked his questions, in all our conversational encounters with the Savior, it'll be his wisdom that beams, his glory that shines, and his heart of love and compassion that's laid before us. Your answers to his questions will sometimes make you uncomfortable and lay your heart open to him in return. But to whom, save Christ, could you trust your candid answers and confessions? And before whom could you lay your condition and forthright display in full assurance of acceptance? Who's able to open your life for examination in pure love and unfeigned truth as Jesus can? What a preacher he was. What a teacher. What a friend we have in him. As you hear his questions and consider your own answers, you are thrust into his time and he into yours. By quiet contemplation, words on a page become a live conversation. In meditation, ink and paper can become living words in your ears. It's then that the words of God become the word of God. 
It's then that you'll experience more than the mere reading of history. You'll become a part of a verbal exchange, a part of the repartee and banter, even argument with our Lord Jesus Christ. If you'll only answer his questions honestly and with sincerity, you may well peer into depths of your own soul and purpose, heretofore undiscovered and unknown. Ours is a quest to learn of our Messiah and his Father, Yehovah. Jesus asked questions of the people in the Bible's stories to fulfill the will of God, and that was, as it remains with us, to bring the chosen ones closer to his Father. With this devotional, you can experience a daily exchange of thought with the Christ of the Bible, leading you closer to him, revealing his ways, his thoughts, and eventually, if he wills it so, his Father. As he said in Matthew eleven twenty seven through 28 All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father, save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. There will be no quotes from Greek poetry here, but you will find an abundance of Scripture. May I assume that you have a familiarity with the gospel accounts of the life of Christ? The questions, in some cases, are composites from all gospel accounts containing the same question. For clarity, all scriptures where the question appears are noted. If you doubt your level of familiarity and want to reread the gospels, this devotional will make a good companion for such an endeavor. The text references are in chronological order as much as is possible, so you can follow the events in the life of Jesus if you want to. However, there's no necessity to follow my order if you're not inclined to do so. My advice is to read this book in the same manner it was written, to help you appreciate and hopefully experience the power in which it was received. Over a period of four years of morning devotional time and meditation, life experience and revelation was this book created. Time cannot be a factor in revelation of truth, dispensation of grace or receiving of solace from our God? Take one question at a time. Contemplate it quietly for a while. Allow time for the Lord to speak to you. Resist the temptation to push through to the next question. Each question is only approximately ten minutes. Take again as long to sit quietly and perhaps add notes of your own impressions. Trying to read several questions one after the other or an attempt to quickly finish will not prove to be satisfactory. You may be prompted to worship or pray afterwards, so time allotted for this will be very valuable. Sometimes the message of one question will be on your mind all day. These are times when truth is to be revealed many hours after the devotional time is ended. Take your time. The context and background of each story will prove to be a rich source as well. Have your Bible handy to establish context and read the references and footnotes given. In my personal devotions, I would read the verses before and after the reference scripture to understand the time frame of Christ's life and to get a feel for the mood of the hearers before I would meditate on each question. What a wonderful journey writing this was for me.
Each devotional was written during and after my early morning hours of meditation as the Lord opened them to me, one question at a time. It was always a joy to discover a new question and explore it. When the end of the Gospels was drawing near, I felt a sadness, as if I was losing a magnificent opportunity to visit with the Savior each morning. I am happy to share these devotionals with you. I would love to know that you receive them in the same richness of spirit that I did. That's all for this time. You've been listening to Don C. Harris at Think Red Ink Ministries. Do you have questions or comments? We'd like to hear from you. Send an email to don at thinkredink. That's I-N-K dot com. Join us again for the next episode of The Questions of Jesus.